this episode of The Smoke Break, we talk about trigger warning, sexual assault. We also talk about parental issues and parental roles as adults. And we wrap it up with the joke break on how to fucking relax. Welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio and Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I am your host, your old pal Zane, here with Amanda Lynn Deal. Hello. And Miss Oregon, who is uh, the founder of Diversify Portland and a cannabis activist. Hey, hey. So, every time we start off this show, I like to start off with a question, what are you excited for? So, we're going to uh, direct that question over here to Amanda. All what right. are you excited for? I'm excited for? Um... Just excited for being able to do more shows and stuff now that things are opening back up and um, producing and hosting shows can be a lot, but just like being on shows and having the time to uh, like headline and close out a show and be on other people's production is nice. <laughs> so I'm yeah. enjoying just, yeah, being able to do shows now. People want to go out. People are excited for comedy. I got to meet some really cool people last night um, after a show. And so all of that just like is nice getting back out there and doing my thing and meeting people. I'm excited to keep doing it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You're an extremely talented performer, and uh, yeah, 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 I'm not just saying that. Cause... I made a really ugly face at Zane when he said, "You did compliments, thanks." <laughs> well, I feel like that's kind of like a normal reaction to like people complimenting you. It's like I thank you, but I don't know how to take that. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're an extremely talented performer. I'm really glad to see you being able to get uh, the the recognition and. Um, some of the shows that you've been wanting to, to get on. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Um, and so Miss Oregon, you, uh, from what I've seen kind of like help with event planning, correct? I am a super awesome event planner here in Portland. Oh, super yeah. awesome. Event and I planner. help with the events across the United States as well. Yes. Wow. Across the United States. What does that look like? Um, a lot of networking and linking with other people and flying to other cities and helping them throw events and parties or, Fun. fun, fun, fun. Um, this is the first smoke break that we're actually smoking, I so I, I had to. <laughs> you know, I brought me to the party. <laughs> That's right, and we have a cannabis activist, so uh, the smoke break is actually official. This is us christening it with a, yes. uh, a wine bottle or a champagne we bottle. Smashed a joint on the microphone. We <laughs> Weed everywhere. Um, that's a rock star. That's hey, 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 thank you for for allowing us to uh, to finally make this official. Um, so, so event planning. Um, are there any events that you're planning in Oregon right now that uh, that people could check out if we wanted to not only support um, you but support just local shows? Yeah, I guess that's like the equivalent of asking me what I'm excited about too. Nice. I was actually, I was going to get to the, what are you excited about? But it's, if it is. It's in there. Perfect. So okay. like, I'm super excited, obviously about 420 coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my other birthday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited about 420. Um, I was going to say it's going to be on April 20th. <laughs> Welcome to the smoke that's break. Did I already say that? <laughs> that's funny. Uh, we're, having a, we're having an event called Recess. Okay. Um, I'm a super big kid, so I miss, like, just relaxing with my friends and having fun. And that's when, like, Recess really was when you go with your friends. And literally, there's yeah. no brain work whatsoever. You just have fun, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can be yourself. And there's no, like, self-images and stuff on the playground. Like, you are running full blast for that tag. Yeah. You are sliding out you don't care who sees you swing too high yeah. or whatever all you know you're at your bravest on the playground yeah. and so like I, like that. I wanted to recreate that and so yeah we're gonna have a 
a recess day for for 420 and just hang out and do a bunch of kid events and all our vendors will have like a school carnival games at their table so as you awesome. go around you'll be able to participate with each vendor said so just walking by their table like they're going to be doing things yeah to create a recess that's style really no that's just get high and play <laughs> i love that that's exactly awesome. no kids. and that's that's a really good um just kind of like a like a strategy because i mean most people are going to be uh kind of just walking past vendors you know i feel like that's kind of the thing that happens all too often with those events and being able to have like hey interact with me mm-hmm. we had this really cool experience hey do you want to buy something like that's wow yeah no that's you it sounds like you throw some really cool events so um imagine yeah. doing the cakewalk with an edibles company oh, you man. remember the old school cakewalk like i don't think i did that you never did you the cake, did the cake what? Uh, what? it's when they have like all the plates on the floor and every plate has a cake on it right okay and you walk around like hot chairs like hot or uh, um musical chairs, musical chairs yeah, basically that. it's the walking version of musical chairs and like, well, not really, because when you when you stop on, like, you you could win a prize depending on where you stopped or whatever, you win that cake. Yes. Well, in but, some but places you have to, yeah, some places <laughs> you have to pay to play that game. That's a pay to play game. Oh, yeah. But everybody wins. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? Unless it's an empty plate. But most of the plates like have to don't win whenever I take edibles. Like, I'm, I'm the person who didn't win by eating this entire chocolate. Uh, I love they said eat half of, so maybe it's my fault. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what's coming up for me. And then um, once a year, so Diversify Portland is a social development group. So anything yeah. about building the community, having fun, um, communication development, yeah. um, such as teaching people their pronouns. Yes. And, Teaching companies to recognize if they have an unconscious bias or, mm-hmm. you know, what a microaggression is, all those things. We're all about that kind of nerdy stuff inside and outside of the cannabis industry. Yeah. Um, but we do, you know, got lots of love for the cannabis industry. And once a year, we do an event called the National Cannabis Diversity Awareness Convention. Mm-hmm. And uh, that will be coming up August 5th and 6th here in Portland. And I'm definitely looking forward to that. It's going to be a great place for people to come connect. It's not a consumption event. Okay. It's an education educational convention so there's going to be parties all the day before educational events classes speakers here from out of state some celebrities always pop up um so yeah going to be lots to look forward to coming up here yeah where are those two events that you mentioned what like what's the locations for the 420 and for the other event that you said yeah so the 420 event is going to be at rainbow city okay nice. yeah. um yeah That's a great, okay i actually met you were working the door when i went and saw zane so yeah, when yeah. I first and i'll be you. there this sunday oh, too if yeah. you guys come on yeah, down for yeah. sure i really want to it's zoe and uh, yeah a bunch of my friends are gonna be on it i was gonna go yeah last then i gotta babysit gotta yeah that's <laughs> the last last sundays yes um mm-hmm. every last sunday at rainbow city that's actually where i met zane and where i like fell in love with the work that he does yeah i was just like dude you're amazing i don't believe you have any anxieties And then you see him off stage, his legs shaking. Yeah, yeah. 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 Legs shaking. I'm like, what do I do with my hands? But but you're getting up there and doing what you're doing is so inspiring to people who might be, you know, not brave enough to do what you do. And even though you're like being so open on stage, whether you're doing comedy or music, like you're so open that it's like, no way. Like this superstar feels that way. Like definitely get superstar energy from you when you're performing. I appreciate that. Well, it was, I really appreciated that like you came over and there was a night that like uh, the, we finished at Rainbow City and there was the 
rappers hanging out and there was the comedians hanging out and the comedians were just as fucking anxious and we're like sitting over by ourselves and the rappers are all hanging out and fucking having a blast drinking mm-hmm. fucking talking and you come over and you're just like why the hell aren't you guys coming and hanging out and I was just like yeah we are kind of being weird and you're like why well, get you like you have anxiety but like these guys why are you guys being fucking weird <laughs> yeah. honestly because they probably have anxiety too but yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah. absolutely um but yeah I think that you know those atmospheres where we're trying to collide uh you know music and comedy together everybody in that situation is an artist of some sort period you know what i mean and so you know knowing your other artist friends and sharing and networking with those people because they might be doing another show where that's looking for comedians and or artists and you're you a triple threat so you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying you fit into a lot of situations so Mm -hmm. you definitely want to be networking with a lot of people because that's how all the doors open it's is is who you know yeah absolutely absolutely well uh i i appreciate you um not only creating a space where we can perform but you know um creating a supportive environment where we can where we can network so yeah i appreciate it i appreciate it yeah oh yeah i winked at at amanda so she would ask me what i'm excited for (laughs) and she's like i got high on this episode i'm a little little slow you're okay you're okay she's like like, yep he's winking at me uh So, anyways, um, what are you excited for? Thank you. Thank you. What am I excited for? Um, I'm excited. Let's see. What am I excited for? I'm excited for all this rest that I've been getting. I'm not going to talk about it. I feel like I've talked about it every episode where I'm just like, I need to get some rest. It's like, I've been getting rest. I had three shows cancel on me this week. And you were relieved? I was fucking <laughs> You're like, thank stoked. God. Dude, <laughs> I was so stoked. I was like, this. You know what? Like, I was hoping that things wouldn't work out. Um, but yeah, it's. It, I feel like. <laughs> Honestly, I, it's probably self-sabotage. Who knows? That was another episode. Well, if you're, you know, burning at both ends and like if something gets canceled that you wanted to do at that point, you're like, well, I needed like rest. I needed rest. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so I don't know. I guess I'm excited to be able to use my time a little bit more uh, just effectively because I mm-hmm. think just because you're busy doesn't mean you're always doing something. Does that make sense? Yeah, maybe just not necessarily explain that. So like, just because you're always on the go, it doesn't mean you're getting anything done. You can just be running in circles you and can shit just, yeah, and exactly. out for no exactly. reason. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to make sure that I'm, I'm more effectively, uh, just using my time and, and enjoying the time. Like, uh, I had, I made friend, I'd made good with a friend, um, which has been something I've, I've been trying to, I've been working on. Is for it, a really long time, you know. Is it who I think it is? It is. Can I say his name? You. Aww. Yeah. Okay. Well, I won't. Me and Taylor made good. He'll be Aww. back. Uh, I'm excited good. for he it. He is another one of the hosts on this. Yeah. Yeah. They had a bro fight. We had a bro fight. We had a bro fight. We had a bro hug. But everything's bro fine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's I. I don't know. The the relationships. I feel like fall to the wayside when you get busy mm-hmm. do you feel like that at all miss Oregon? that when you start getting busy like as much as you're trying to take care of everything and everyone like you're barely taking care of yourself yeah absolutely i definitely um i try and take care of my relationships with my friends by doing little check-ins mm-hmm. but i really appreciate friends who allow me to be myself and don't have expectations on me to keep up with whatever their expectations are like I just want to love you and when I have time to you know just hang out or something you know 
But I, I, yeah, so I, I recently, if I could tell a quick story, sure, sure. had made friends, really good friends with a particular lady, and I was excited about the friendship. Still am. Um, but in the beginning of our friendship, you know, uh, they go out a lot to mm-hmm. bars and like hang out, you know, and, um, I know that. <laughs> and I, I'm not, I'm not really keep up with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so them getting to know that about my personality was a thing yeah. for a moment because they were like, Oh, you know, you're not really coming to hang out. Like yeah. you do an event, you know, you're outside and come out. But if I'm doing something, you'll come out. And yeah. I was like, well, friend, new friend, mm-hmm. you're not doing an event. Mm-hmm. And I only leave the house for money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for I'm like, real. I am literally homebody <laughs> and I only go out if it's for an event or for a promotion or for a brand yep. or I'm going to support a friend, maybe at their event, maybe Zane's performing mm-hmm. and yeah. personally invited me or something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But as far as like going to the bars and just like just frivolously spending my money, $10 per drink to drink. I'm like, dude, yeah. can we just yeah. get $10 each up on a bottle and yeah, totally. sit at the house and yeah. play cards against humanity or yeah. something or yeah. have a work set? And I work a ton. Yeah, too, work so. sessions. That's kind of my thing. Yeah. yeah, people look at my Instagram and be like, oh my gosh, she's out everywhere. I'm really at the house. I actually post way after I'm at events mm-hmm. a lot of times. Yeah. Um, I've been getting better about it. Sure. But, but, uh, yeah, I'm at the house unless I, it's for work. Yeah. yeah, well, I feel like a lot in my situation, I'm either doing something or planning to do something. You know, it's like just because I'm not just because I'm not out doing comedy doesn't mean I'm not at home writing jokes. Just because I'm not doing yeah. a rap show doesn't mean I'm not at Working work writing song. rap songs. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, it's like there's there's always something that my mind is doing. So it's as far as that whole like, hey, let's relax and watch a movie. Somebody's like, let's watch a movie. Two fucking hours where am I going to find two hours to not be able to like just sit and stare at something and not be like, all right, so we have to worry about fucking, I don't know. I, I guess to make yourself like it actually yeah. is super important to take that time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Though, so I you know. don't, you know, overcrowd your brain. I have a hard time taking a break mm-hmm. from working. Like I will yeah. I wake up with my laptop or, you know, checking emails and stuff like that. Yeah. And I go to sleep to it. And mm-hmm. so yeah. I, you know, that's no that's that's what i'm realizing because like i was telling i was telling everyone outside i was just like i was listening back to i listened like five episodes last night because i was just like what have we been doing you know what's this show even about and uh i was listening back to it and i was just like i've been talking about the same fucking burnout every single fucking episode you know and it was like it even went back further than five episodes every and episode was, you're like i'm so fucking tired i'm so fucking tired dude it's <laughs> like, like i should just that? i should just splice it all together <laughs> oh just God. all my what are you excited for and i'm like i can't wait till i now i'm tired by doing the thing i can't wait till now i'm tired by doing the thing and it's like i don't know i need to i need to like you were saying is uh just start taking that time and making sure that i'm intentionally you know putting down my phone i'm intentionally yeah, phone sitting it's so easy to always be working on your phone always like promoting working, yeah writing. producing all writing that shit. jokes, writing fucking, mm. you know, who am I going to... Or then you so. get distracted on your phone, and then you're like, oh, yeah, now I was supposed to... my fucking phone. Yeah, yeah. we got to make time to get laid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you so nice I don't even have time for myself. This is crazy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, awesome. I am looking so forward to this episode. Um, so we will be right back with the smoke break. We are here every Sunday uh, from 9 to 10 on Shady Pines Radio on Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Hey, I got an idea. Let's explore the most iconic soundtracks of all time. Let's 
to different topics every week with the music taking center stage. Let's listen to video game music every Sunday, 3 p.m. Alright, we are back with the smoke break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. So this next portion of the smoke break, I do want to give a small trigger warning um, because it is in regards to sexual assault. Um, and from here, I just want to pass it off uh, to Amanda and try and give as much space to this conversation as I can. Yeah, so um, sexual assault, obviously not something that people are excited to talk about. Uh, definitely something very triggering and very sensitive um, for you know victims to even talk about it or feel comfortable or people even believing them or caring about it. Um, we'd kind of talked a little bit outside about that and how it's hard to talk about sexual assault because it either feels like people are, like you said, just kind of used to it or people just don't want to like face it and talk about it. But I think it's definitely something the more we talk about it, the more we realize how it is kind of everywhere and accepted in a lot of different ways. Um, uh, and like your industry and what you do, have you experienced like that specifically from like the things that you do being around people who are in like the same industries or is it just kind of like a broad thing that you've experienced? Um, I haven't, honestly, I don't feel like I've experienced personally a ton of sexual assault. I am the victim of sexual assault, but I don't feel like it's a part of like my industry per se or anything like that. Um, I have a lot of friends who have been through sexual assault. My mother's the victim of sexual assault. Um, I, it's, it's around us, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. all day, every day. And what made me want to talk about this topic in particular was noticing how embarrassed the victims mm -hmm. are. Yeah. And it just seems like if we're such a caring community, why are our friends scared to talk to us? Yeah. Why are we shaming people who, you know, have been in these situations and making them feel like it's their fault? What kind of things are we doing as a society to make people feel like it's that they did something wrong any situation yeah. that occurs as an assault. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. what are we doing as friends and family members or, uh, you know, co-workers or whatever to make people feel unsafe? Is there any way that I could uh, ask a question? Yeah. So what, what can we do to be more supportive? Like, the, if the problem is you not feeling listened to, like, what would being listened to look like? I think that that's going to be different for different personalities. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I'm, I'm not an expert. Let's say that too. Like I'm not a doctor mm -hmm. or a yeah. sexual assault expert. Mm -hmm. I'm a mom and a daughter and a victim. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. But I'm not a victim. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if we go through those battles too, right? Totally, As yeah. people, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But um, I feel like... You know, I could only speak for myself and maybe what other people have told me makes them feel supported. Mm -hmm. um, and for myself, feeling supported would look like, um, I would say, people not judging, mm -hmm. um, not changing after they find out the information. Yeah. Sure. Um, and, you know, allowing me that space to talk about things you know, if, I, if I'm feeling safe enough to come to a particular person to talk about something so personal, mm -hmm. I don't want to be pushed away at the moment of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Or definitely. like you don't have, you know, time or whatever. There's just certain ways to be sensitive when someone's coming to you about information, mm -hmm. you know. 
not laughing or, yeah. you know, try, like asking, you know, maybe two direct questions that, you know, just because someone's yeah, coming to you might not still mean mm-hmm. that they still might not be ready to tell you everything. Exactly. Like let people go at their own pace. Exactly. Um, you know, of comfortability in the midst of them being okay with being vulnerable if, if you're, you know, it, chosen by them. Like that shows that they yeah. obviously trust you to some sort or they're trying to trust somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Never yeah. know what yeah. state someone's at just because they're coming you don't mean they're fully ready yeah. for everything. Yeah. Maybe somebody encouraged them to talk to someone. Yeah. And yeah. the person they chose but they don't know how to talk. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If you start coming full blast at them, Whoa. they might turtle head back in and yeah. be like, oh, I tried it. That was intense. No, you don't Never want to doing feel, that again. You don't want to feel interrogated when yeah. you listen to. It's really sensitive, obviously. So Or people asserting their opinions. I think yeah. when people, victims come to you, maybe not keep your opinion to yourself yeah you know and and use uh safer sentences such as you know if you do have something you want to share with them saying you know is it okay for me to tell you what i think Mm -hmm. would you like to hear about what other people have been through or you know Mm -hmm. Um, it's almost like the conversation itself has to have consent because you're talking about something like that yeah there's consent in the conversation about consent consent. (laughs) and i think asking consent to people who Mm -hmm. are vulnerable just even in conversation, we're not even talking about, you know, physicality. We're yeah, just talking sure. about just talking. I think that that is support. Oh, yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Showing them, like, I'm not pushing you, but mm-hmm. I'm here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah. um, I think that can be very supportive. And for me, those are the things that make me feel the safest. Yeah. Um, and not just in, like, bad situations, but in all situations with my friends. When I'm trying to talk to them about something, even if they was just drunk and got on my nerves that night before, I want to know how I could talk to you about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, of being a fight. You know, it doesn't have to be a, a, right, a fight or an argument, you yeah. know? There were some things that happened I didn't like, I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I liked how you said even just, like, laughing, because it seems like something that you shouldn't have to say, but, like... In comedy, a lot of times men will brush off stuff like this as funny, like with each other or when women try and talk about it. And that's like, that shit drives me crazy. Just people passing it off as like, I was kidding. You took it too seriously. Like, it's a joke. When Mm -hmm. shit like isn't funny or to like laugh at it or scoff at it. Maybe an uncomfortable reaction or something, but it's so fucking dismissive. And not cool when like dudes laugh at that shit around me. I get so fucking mad. Say it before. (laughs) that like, if like, if it doesn't affect you, don't laugh about it, you know? Well, yeah, I'm kind of like, don't, I feel like you should is be that, able to talk right? about things that affect you. Affect you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like so, if you're a woman and you're affected by, you know, sexual assault, then like, then you can make a joke about it. But yeah, like, because if you're, you're not black and you're making jokes about being black or black people as or a white black person, people like, as a white person <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's that's when it's like, you're, it's not your position to try and make this funny, you know, like this mm-hmm. is, you can't take someone else's pain and try and make it like your gain of laughter when it's like, it's not about you. You don't get to, that's my shit, you know? Yeah. No, I definitely know what you mean by that part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to ask what's, uh, what are some of like the, the unexpected side effects that you've had from, you know, your experience or that you've seen in other people's experience? What are some of the unexpected side, mental health side effects that you've seen? Um, all for myself? Sure, sure, sure. I'm trying to figure out how, how best to have the conversation. No, you're good. I'm just giving you a hard time because yeah. I'm an asshole. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for myself, you know, since this is a safe space or whatever, right, 
Um, I would say that uh, I'm all fucked up in the head, for sure. Mm -hmm. I have cameras all over my home. I carry a gun with me basically everywhere I go. Sometimes more than one gun. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I, you know, after I was assaulted, I stopped sleeping in my bed because it happened in my bed. Yeah. Oh, man. You can't and I stopped places. sleeping in my bed and I got rid of that bed and got a new bed. And um, I'm still getting comfortable with, like, feeling safe being in there. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that for me, I'm noticing that, you know, like, that I don't hang out in my room. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm still, like, that's where I would say, like, mentally lies, like, what's going on with me personally sure. on that. And uh, I don't really know what to do about that. I'm being aware of it. So I'm not, like, hiding from it or anything yeah, like that. I'm just, like... I don't know. I don't even feel like figuring it out, honestly. I just am giving myself time. Maybe yeah. I just don't want to do the laundry in there. <laughs> that could be another thing. And maybe I'm blaming it on the sexual assault, but it's actually not that. I actually don't feel like cleaning my room. And so I'm just going to move to another room because I've got four rooms in my house. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things are happening. Either I'm depressed or I'm really lazy. We'll play a little beat. And we've got time to figure that out, you know? We got 420 coming up. I definitely had our And I've got a lot of weed and mushrooms to drown out the... <laughs> Drown it out. Were you saying Amanda? Oh, I definitely like I've been blackout drunk and woke up next to people that I was, you know, very much and very clearly saying no to. I don't know if I was drugged or they were just buying me a lot of drinks or whatever happened. But like to the point of not remembering and waking up and being like, how the fuck? And being mad at them. And the next day they're just like, don't say anything. And I still don't really know. So like with that, with drinking, I don't ever like lose. Don't my control. say anything is definitely a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But it's just like, I I'm, I don't get drunk around people that I don't fully trust. But mm -hmm. even then it happened, people that I thought I could trust. So like in public, I don't, I don't get fucking blackout drunk. Like yeah. I can't do that shit. And that's, <laughs> I think that's really unfortunate that it took something. It took, it sounds like in both situations, it took two things that you felt safe, like a place you either felt safe in or a thing you felt safe doing. And mm -hmm. it took that away yeah. from you. Like drinking with friends, staying out late. And then you wake up next to these fuckers and you're like, okay, <laughs> I was saying no all night. How the fuck did this happen? So yeah, being more cautious about, and then, but then again, it's like, I shouldn't have to be scared or cautious that I might be around someone that's going to take advantage of me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not again, like a victim thing, Yeah. but I know that as a woman, I got to be a, fucking be careful now you know you're like you gotta carry a gun like there's shit that yeah. you gotta you gotta you gotta have that like those protections in place after something like that happens yeah i'll be honest i carry guns before that uh, <laughs> i like guns <laughs> and i carry guns so yeah. that, you know it just i i didn't sleep with my gun before mm. yeah. yeah and now i sleep with it and if i if i ever woke up and somebody was on me ever again in my life i definitely shouldn't oh yeah fuck yeah yeah, I, um, I wouldn't feel no way. I have one more question before we uh, wrap up this portion, unless there's anything else you wanted to add to this. I, um, But the one question I wanted to ask is just, you, as a black woman, did you feel like it was more difficult to go to the police? Or did you feel like it wasn't even an option? 
I don't believe the police give a fuck. Hmm. I had, I feel like I had to throw my weight around to get them to pay attention. Mm. Like I had to name drop in some more shit. Mm. And use my closest to white privilege I'm gonna get in this city to get some attention on my situation. But dude, the police, one, they got so many assault victims on their plate and they don't know which ones is gonna stick through it. Cause a lot of women report shit and then when it comes back time for them to like go to trial or go do something like I don't want to do it. Never mind. I don't want to speak up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And they drop it off. So, you know, they don't, they, they don't have our police right now in Portland. They still recovering from all them riots we had. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we still technically, I believe, like, you know what I'm saying? Have a lot of little mini, you know, stuff going on around the city. Um, but our police funding is dwindled like a mug and, uh, a lot of police quit. I mean, mm-hmm. we got a ton of police quit. You know, and and joined forces with their protesters. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, We lost a lot of our police force, so police ain't responding to things. But when it comes to sexual assault victims, I I don't have any proof that they give a fuck about black people and black women. And women have been being raped for a long time. And Mm. black women have been being raped from fucking slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Black pussy is one of the best things going. I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. But that wasn't like a rape joke. <laughs> this is hard because this is no, a real thing. You. But Zane's a fucking no, comedian. No, it affects you. It makes you, me want to. So you can funny. make. No, this affects you. I'm actually funny around funny joke. people. I'm like, is no. this is this the time to lighten the situation or no? I don't stay in the segment. Okay. You stuck the landing. That was, uh, <laughs> we will be right back with the smoke break. Friends of Slop with DJ Larrabee on Fridays at 7 p.m. Friends, Friends of Slop. Pop, vaporwave, art rock. Yes. Indie, rap, punk, Bob James. Hell yes. It makes more sense once you try it. Or does it? A variety show with theme nights, deep dives, earworms, Nebraskans, and vinyl crackle. I think you're going to like it where I'm going to take you. A two-hour mixtape made lovingly for you. It's Friends of Slop on Fridays at 7 on ShadyPinesRadio.com. Welcome back to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio and Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Amanda Lynn Deal. Hello. And Miss Oregon. Hey, hey. So if there's any way... Uh, <laughs> sorry, I spaced. So uh, the thing I wanted to talk about is mommy issues. Mm-hmm. Mommy issues. Yep, we talked about issues. daddy issues. Yeah, we talked about daddy issues, issues, but not mommy issues. Um, so I'll start. Uh, sure. I grew up with two moms. Mm-hmm. So double the mommy issues. <laughs> um, <laughs> two for one. Yeah, two for one. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I... I enjoyed my mom. Um, I guess I don't really have like a like a, a comparison, so uh, maybe I'm not the one to to start this off. Hmm. Um. I mean, I I'm very similar to my dad. Like he lived in a in a van, and I lived in a bus. And he same like music, both pretty chill. Um. He kind of went off the deep with some Trump shit and vaccine shit, so I had to <laughs> change that relationship a little bit. <laughs> like if we want to be friends, you better not talk about some dumb shit. Um. So that's complicated. I guess now it's shifted. But when I was younger, I was definitely like, my mom is very much the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, just like more strict and like someone who cares a lot about things that I don't care about. So it was like hard to relate to that person, like as a kid and like resenting her a little bit. 
Um, but then now that she got a divorce and smoked some weed, we live together. She's super cool. Like there's still stuff we have to work out. Even when I moved in with her, I was like, all right, well, I don't want us to be like a mother daughter relationship. I want us to mm-hmm. be like friends and roommates. Can we have like that adult relationship? Um, and there are times where she would say stuff where it's like, it sounds like you're telling me that I can't do this in your house. Like that's not, you know, like, because I said, so it's like, Hey bitch, come on. Like, remember our relationship? Let's mm-hmm. have a conversation about it. Cause I don't want it to be this weird power dynamic where like I live with my mom. I walk on eggshells. My mom's like, you know, treating me like a kid, tell me what to do. Um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's definitely, uh, so would you say that like your problem more so comes from now, just kind of like the, the power dynamic where it's like, I'm an adult. I don't really. Yeah. I think we've, we've been able to like actually have conversations. I've been able to show her a lot of comedy and find out like <laughs> she's kind of a hoe too. So <laughs> just laughing at like dirty jokes. And I showed her broad city and she loves that show. And I was like, hell yeah. Cause that's definitely something that, you know, you and I've watched, I've watched with like my best friend and it's just mm-hmm. like women being kind of raunchy and living their lives. And it's super funny. And to like, mm-hmm see my mom go from who she was when I was a kid, like very fundamentalist Christian, like uptight kind of person to just being like very open and having fun and enjoying life and not being so like judgmental. It's like very cool to like have that friendship and see her in a different way too. Yeah. Excellent. What about you, Miss Oregon? Uh, what's, what's your experience uh, with, I guess, like a mother, mother, father dynamic where you closer to one than the other, where uh, did, did you become closer to one as you grew older? Um, what was kind of your experience? Well, I didn't grow up with my dad. I just would visit him at times or whatever in life. Like, I'd hang out there in California where he was at. Um, but, uh, so I definitely would say closer to my my mom. And we're getting closer now, like, as I'm, I'm older or whatever. But, like, growing up, it was different, you know, because I grew up in a, a different type of household. It was a drug household. So, it wasn't necessarily close to my to my mom at that point and sure. both my parents uh, had drug habits so wasn't really close to my parents growing up to mm. be honest okay. but getting closer to my mom now yeah yeah um, what's what's getting closer uh, look like does is uh, spending more time together is that uh... wanting to talk to her and spend time with her <laughs> sure. Sure. is definitely I talk to her a lot I call my mom every day now yeah um I used to dread talking to my mom before 10 a.m. Like, right, right. <laughs> it, I always tell my kids a story. Like, there's one time I remember my mom calling me like, my mom, she's the most, man. But I remember like one time she <laughs> called me at like 6, it was 6, 12 a.m. And she, I answered the phone and she's like, do you have my lighter? <laughs> and I just remember like going off and being like, "What if I do have your lighter? Like, like what the fuck? Like, I'm not about to bring you back your lighter. Like, I'm all the way home in bed right now. Like, I cannot even believe you are waking me up about a lighter right now. Like, like, I'm not gonna drive it to you. <laughs> like, you gotta figure this out. So, you know, like, just little shit my mom would do like that (laughs) early in the morning, just inconsiderate, man. Her brain thinks something and she act on it. Like, like, that's it. Where's my lighter? Oh, the car must have it. Let me call her right now. Whoa, hold on, hold on. 
I guess I have this problem with my mom where she's like overly helpful, you know, <laughs> where it's like she means well and then I can't even get mad at her. But it's like it's also it's also not helpful. Uh, mm. You know, like uh, there'll be times where like I'll have a problem or I'll have a problem and I'm just venting. And she's like, oh, well, I mean, you could try this. You could try this. You could try. I'm like, I didn't call you thinking that you knew how to fix this. Yeah, I called you. Cause I'm, I don't know how to fix it and I need somebody to talk to about not knowing how to fix it, you know? Yeah. Um, but, and that's, that's, that's what I feel like a lot of, in a lot of situations, or at least in my situation is that like people are trying to be helpful, you know, it's, they, yeah. they mean well, but they, I know what you mean. It took me three years to get my mom to stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah. My mom would always do this thing where I, when I, I'll walk in the door, she'll pick me up from work and just be like, and then this and this and this and this. And I'm like, can I have five minutes to like just decompress for a second? Like, I want to hear everything you're telling me, but I can't have like all this rapid fire. Like, mm-hmm. let me catch you up on everything I did today. Everything that like I wanted to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I waited too much eight hours to, yeah. with I have this a whole much list energy. of stuff to tell you. You ready? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting better oh, about that. So, uh, so it sounds like communication. Is that is that the thing that's kind of brought everybody closer with with their parents? Kind of figuring out that like there was something you needed to communicate first, which was that like, hey, getting phone calls at six that's too much, mm-hmm. or you know, you hitting me with everything when you walk in that's too much. Uh, figuring out that there's a problem first off, and then figuring out how to how to say that there's a problem. Because even if you know that there's a problem and you communicate that there's a problem, you might not have communicated it in a way that they understand. Yeah, or you might um, just be angry. So you're not communicating it in a good way. You're just frustrated. Yeah. Yeah, that's mostly how I communicate with my mom. Uh, you know, it's funny because, like, I teach communication and I have really awesome communication skills. Yeah, same. Um, I'm a professional mediator, but when it comes to my mom, like, I don't have no mom skills. Like, I'm trying yeah. to build them up. Those are like, I'm, like, I'm like, where is the bucket of patience? <laughs> But like, so we work together now. Um, we own a business together and, um, she also has her own business and I've been helping her build her business and just like teaching her social media stuff, (laughs) like you know, and how to communicate on a professional level in today's age type. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, it can get really, It can get annoying. Yeah, yeah, I'm not about to beat around the bush. I'm getting frustrated. I'm like, gotta do it like this, or like calling her over the phone. Like, for instance, I was teaching her how to do invoices on PayPal. Oh man, man, man! I almost threw my whole phone out the window. I was just trying to teach her how to go send an invoice. And like how to add an item, it was like the hardest thing ever. <laughs> like it was the hardest thing. And and for me, it's so easy, right? Or like teaching her how to add on her story. Oh, no, no, I got a good one. <laughs> so when you post on your story, I'm teaching her how to market on stories and how to tag people on your story and how you can, you can tag up to 10 people and you can slide their name off the screen so it shows up in their inbox and they can add it to their story, but their name don't show on the screen so your advertising doesn't get clouded with a bunch of mentions on yeah. it, right? Yeah. Man, all I told her was go put, put the name in the mention, slide it off the screen. No. No. What's happening? No. She's like, it won't slide. I'm like, what do you mean it won't slide? Literally just take your finger and slide off screen. She's like, well, I tried it and it's a, uh, and it won't do it. And I was like, why? And she's like, well, because I had took a screenshot of the picture and put it in the story. 
So wait, 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 wait. So you're trying to slide the name of a screenshot off. It doesn't work like that. You have to do the picture by itself, mom. And then you put the ad on it she definitely has better weeds than me. You know what I'm saying? But like, it took so much time to go through. Like, why it wouldn't slide? I couldn't figure out what she was talking about. And then she's like, "Well, it's a screenshot." And I'm like, "What? That's why? You have to actually type the name in." I was just like, I couldn't believe we spent like ten minutes talking about screenshot. Like, this didn't have to go this way. And like, now I'm so annoyed by this situation that I'm still not sure if you know how to slide the name. Off the <laughs> and you know, it's just like the most simple things, man. But like, and then it just be killing me. So I'm like, how does she not know this shit? And I look at her page and she posts crazy. <laughs> like, I had to tell her to stop. Like, like my mom had posted like hundreds, hundreds of posts of her with the, the app that we do your face as somebody else. Oh, nice. Where you can like, do Where you like can the, be somebody else. That's so, in a yeah, music you're like, video or something. yeah, you're, you're, she had yeah. like hundreds. I was like, mom, I don't even see the post for the last last Sunday. I just see yeah. you dancing in China. Mom. Now you're Keanu Reeves. Oh my god. Like, 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 like mom, stop. Like, I don't want to send that out to my mom so I can get, yeah. yeah it took a lot. I was like, I'm trying to help you build your business. Stop <laughs> posting yourself dancing as Rihanna. Like, <laughs> and my mom was like, I'm just living vicariously through these guys because <laughs> what if I was able to, you know, if I ever was Rihanna, that's what I would look like. And I was like, are you serious? Right I want to know what I look like as Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. <laughs> no! Not Morpheus. Like, I want to be Keanu Reeves. I'm, I'm, when I was Keanu trying to get her to understand, like, I'm teaching her, like, if we're building your image and you trying to do something, you can't be, you, we got to clean your shit up. Mm. So my mom went through one night, and it's amazing. I couldn't figure out how to delete mutual, multiple posts mm. off of my page, right? They have a new feature now. They have a new feature now on Instagram where you can delete a whole bunch of posts now at one time, which Mm. is a beautiful thing. But before they offered this, I told my mom to go delete a bunch of the BS off of her page. This woman deleted like a thousand posts in like a couple hours. And I was just like, how do you do these things? The same woman who can't slide the name off the screen. Figured out a faster way. Figured out a faster way than me to delete multiple posts. I was like, man, she put them up and take them down quicker than the sun mug. But ain't no telling who's going to be tagged in them. That's so good. That's so good. Um, So I was thinking about this because I kind of take myself out of the conversation because I was like, I have two moms. I feel like I have no perspective, but... Maybe I have you more have perspective than perspective. Maybe I have double perspective. But I, the thing that I, the question I guess I wanted to ask is like, if it's not so much about a mom and a dad, is it more like a masculine and feminine roles? Uh, for what? What do you mean? For like, that, that makes the difference. Yeah. in mommy, daddy issues. Because it was like, because I had said on the last episode that, you know, the, I was like, I had <laughs> my, my, the mom, the second moms that I had were more toxic than some people's dads. You know, they were like, they're like diet dads. I don't think that either or could be, I'm going to be honest. I have friends who was raped by their dads. Mm. Um, and then at the same time, I've had friends who was raped by their dads and their mom knew it. Mm. Yeah. 
right? And even though she wasn't doing nothing, she didn't feel like she could help. She was being beat herself or whatever, right? Right, right. Um, so I mean, like, there's, it, I would, I would say that you know, unhealthy parenting in the household period can affect any human mm. that's in that household. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, no, that makes sense. That so makes sense. I mean, I don't know. It just, it's, it's a, it's a. It's an individual household thing on which parent was worse. Yeah. And was dad even there? Or was mom yeah. there? Well, yeah, like my dad, my dad wasn't around. And like, that's a, that's a relationship that I'm trying to like build now. Um, but it's, it, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess I, like, cause that's the thing that I always say is like, you know, people who have dads have daddy issues, you know, like I didn't have a dad, but that's just one issue. I would say know? whoever you are probably with the most yeah. is where your issues, issues are going to yeah, come from. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And then a lot of those issues that you do have as you get older, you see are a lot of childish issues. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're not like your parent didn't necessarily like. It was me. They just didn't do shit you like don't mean that they were a bad parent yeah no, that's definitely a good way to definitely a good way to put it and a good way to frame it is that you know it's like just because she wasn't there in the way that i wanted her to be there doesn't mean that she wasn't there mm. yeah that's a, that's, a, that's a really good um point um what uh in what ways would you say that you you want to get better with your parents um how in what way are you trying to grow with them just for the future. My mom, I'm just trying to teach her social media, bro. Like, <laughs> 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 um, uh, I would say that I'm having pretty good growth with my mom and getting her to learn how to listen and keep her mom opinion to herself mm. and just learn to just be there and be supportive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of assertive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm learning to be that for my daughters too. And I'm trying it earlier on instead mm-hmm. of waiting till 8.30. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> to try and learn to listen to them and let them be, you know, who they are and stuff. I got a daughter that's creeping on 20 years old and I got another one who's 16, I'm about to be 17. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're at that age of independence mm-hmm. and, um, you know, keeping seeds planted instead of rules engaged. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at right now with things and i um, hoping they make good decisions, you know, as young women. Um, as far as like my dad... Uh, I shit. Mm. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, my dad ain't shit. <laughs> I say it on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> dad, you ain't shit. <laughs> Do better, bruh. Call your grandkids, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you out here shooting sperm in women and not checking on your people's well-being. Yeah. Like, if anybody yeah. does that, any human, you're a mom and you leaving the kids, you're a dad, you leaving the kids, yeah. you ain't shit. Mm. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not even trying to, I don't know, I have nothing positive to say about that particular person. I tried to have a relationship with that person. I realized that I was the one spending all the money yeah. and the oh, effort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm going to visit him and I ask him you. to come, come visit us for Christmas. He don't want to spend, oh, I got to work. You work at Amazon, bro. Like, <laughs> like, you can take a day off and you can ask for it off a year in advance even. Yeah. Like, next year I'm going to spend it with 
my yeah. daughter, you know what I'm saying? I'm 38 years old. I ain't never spent a, a, a holiday with my father. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Shit like that. So it's not it's not completely on the, the child to try and make that effort to, to for that, you know, for there to be a relationship. You know? Yeah. It's I wanna hear from you, but I don't wanna be the one always calling. Yeah, he started calling after he got cancer. Once he thought he was getting ready to die, then you know, he started calling a little bit and then once he feel like he wasn't gonna die no more, he stopped calling. It's sad that it takes people that long sometimes to like reach out. You know, mm. when they're like, oh, I might not be around. And it's like, well, you weren't around when you were, you know, now when you're <laughs> dying or sick, you want to be around. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it might, yeah, like that's, that's kind of what, like it took my dad. Like, I think that was like the last time he called me. He's like, oh man, I almost died. That was crazy. And I was mm. like, oh, that's crazy. And then. <laughs> so he thought about me. Yeah. 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 You're like, Oops. You remember you had a child. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, at this point, I just want him to pay my mom back child support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I look at how much of a goober kid. I was how hard it was for her to have to raise all of us you know we grew up homeless here in Portland Mm. we went through a lot of homelessness and you know and just seeing all that stress that was put on her that maybe had helped lead to her drug addictions and things like that, which led to how I was raised. And right. you know what I'm saying? Like all these predicaments that I was put in and shit, like if he would have stepped up and took care of his responsibilities yeah. and, you know, it, it maybe my life wouldn't have been what it was. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If you were there to help pay for shit, maybe I could have went to college. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like all kind of things. But that person don't, they don't take the time to think about those things. And I think of a lot of people, when they obviously leave their families, they, they're probably thinking about themselves more than yeah. what's best for the family, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think it's important, too, to, like, you know, with relationships, whatever effort they're also giving back to you. Like, you don't want to be the one giving all the effort. Like, uh, you know, my sister and I have a complicated relationship, and I realized just looking back on it, it was sad to just be like, oh, I've been the one putting all this effort, and this person has never even tried, so I'm just going to stop trying. And if they reach out, cool. We'll see how I'm feeling at that time, but I'm, yeah. Don't need to put the effort for people that aren't doing that for you. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Mm. All right. Well, we are going to take a real quick commercial break, and we will be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Radio Seance. Radio Seance, where we play some songs and then make some bad jokes. (laughs) Yeah, it's a sonic journey through the fabric, fabric, fabric of time. Tuesday nights at 8. Shady Pines Radio. With your psychic friends. Welcome back to The Smoke Break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. I'm your host, your old pal, Zane, here with Amanda Lynn Deal. Hello. And Miss Oregon. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, this is the joke break. This is mm-hmm. the part where we uh, we chuckle it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but we don't know we don't know how we're going to get there. Uh, but we'll find out. And yeah. so the, we're going to start off with a question. Mm-hmm. Question this week is, how do you relax? We we're talking about being fucking busy. How yeah. do you relax? How do you do it? Uh, how do I do it? Yes. Um, weed definitely helps. Um, All right. how, I, like what is, what does weed relaxing look like? Is it getting super high or getting kind of high? Um, usually like an edible or kind of high. And it depends. Those are two different things. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, my tolerance for edibles definitely went up just because I would do that more than smoke a lot. Um, but, yeah, it has to be like, take get a little bit high. I'm good. <laughs> if I get too high, I, I can't, like, have a full day. <laughs> I relax. She yeah, then, I get, then I get too high. Um, but, like, a little bit and maybe do some yoga, uh, hang out with my dog, sit outside. Just have a quiet zone out time. 
Like just not looking at my phone, not really talking to anyone. Just silence, a little stony, stretching, hang out with my dog, maybe some music. Masturbate is a great way to relax. You know, uh, that's about it, I guess. About just it. fucking chill. <laughs> Don't oh, do anything. <laughs> not doing anything. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess the way that I like to relax is uh, I like to smoke weed, but sometimes I smoke too much weed and then mm-hmm. I can't relax. Mm-hmm. You unrelax. Yeah, I've, I'm relaxed. Uh, I've overshot. I'm relaxed too hard. <laughs> so hard I tensed up. Um, so it's, uh, I like smoking a little bit of weed. Mm-hmm. Um, I like reading comic books. Yeah. That's something I like. I like really, that's, that's something that my mom actually told me she was going to, she, she bought a year for me, like a subscription <laughs> of it because she's like, you need your thing. You know, like mm. I, I don't watch movies. I listen to music like everybody else, but I mean like, uh, for the most part, um, comic books, you're, yeah, you're comic, way to chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comic books are, are my chill. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I read, uh, I not only read comic books, play video games. Mm-hmm. That's my other thing. I, see, that I stresses done, me out. When we would play video stresses, games together, yeah, I would be like, fuck. Like, I'm One man's trash is another man's treasure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so. That's how I unrelax this video game. Yeah, yeah that's, how you, <laughs> that's how you completely tense up. Yes, for real. Like, uh, sweaty hands in the controller. I get so yeah, into that no, shit. I, wasn't, I, I held the controller up. after she held it. And, and I, I was like, like, what the... I'm like, oh, that guy was going to kill me. <laughs> Fucking freak out. I know. I played Call of Duty High on Mushrooms the other day, and I started thinking about, like, real war events and what they went through. Like, I was just like, this, I, this is not good. It's not entertaining. It was too real. These don't even look like video games no more. I was like, get Brian. We came here together. We're leaving together. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, no, uh, what about you? So, uh, what's what's your way of relaxing? Um, sex and psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Same time. Yes, actually. Um, but yeah, honestly, like cannabis is everyday medication for me. Mm-hmm. I have to work every day and be a mom every day, and I definitely use that for my other anxieties. I don't speak about. I just handle them yeah um and but yeah psychedelics are something that takes me to another level to be able to just relax my mind because my mind Mm. is constantly like putting things together Mm. um so yeah definitely yeah so it's like when you say psychedelics are you uh I know everything's like decriminalized in uh, in Oregon, um, mm-hmm. but they're, we're still working on like the legalization of like mushrooms. I believe. Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, but I, he, okay, here's what I'll say. So I went to a church and they were like, "Hey, we have uh, mushrooms." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they legalized it, or they it's you're allowed to sell it in a church. I don't in know a why. Church. Yeah. So there's this place okay. called uh, yeah, it's called the Hollywood Bazaar. Um, and they, they're actually, they changed their name to like the new intelligence church or some shit. It's not, it doesn't come up like that on Google maps, but anyways, went there and this person was literally, they had capsules where they were all measured out and they're like, Hey, take one of these a day, take it for two days, then take a day off and take it for two days. Like they had Mm. it all measured out. And I was like, what the fuck? Like for an entire month. And I'm like, this is nuts. So just like microdosing on capsules, you can sell it and buy it legally because it's in a church. Mm -hmm. What a world. Yeah. I know microdosing is good for a lot of people, um, like helps with depression and stuff like that. 
Um, I and I like tripping, but I don't know. I guess I've never done the microdosing. That would actually be pretty. It was pretty actually, cool way to do it. Yeah, no, I actually I tried it that way where uh, that I took because I bought one and then he was like, "Hey man, I really liked your set. Here's another one." I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Nice. Uh, took the other one. Um, getting but, paid in drugs. Paid, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I love church. So let's do this every Sunday. <laughs> I would go to that church. Yeah, for real. They church. actually have church on Sunday. It's pretty sweet. Um, That's cool. <laughs> chakra church. Um, but yeah, so they. They, they uh, I took them I took them two days in a row and it was like yeah it was it was the perfect amount of um just that that sheen on the day uh, yeah that they got it right for you because somebody else might have been higher than a bitch exactly <laughs> in the world seeing all kind of little rainbows and stars dude for real man everything ain't for everybody you know what I'm saying yeah. mm-hmm. especially when you're playing with psychosis type situations yeah yep. like, he really get into people's minds like chemical balance and stuff mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. but um, so, so when you're, when you're taking mushrooms, uh, uh, how, how's, how do you relax? Cause some people like being outside. Some people like, uh, some people like chilling inside and doing shit. Oh my gosh. So, um, we all know I love a good party. My mm-hmm. lifestyle is definitely party, party, party. So having my mushrooms and being able to hang out with my friends is good. Or the exact opposite. I could be alone, mm-hmm. like bubble bath style, yeah. beach, and yes. relax in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I do some of my best playing in that way. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's oh, yeah. that definitely. Yeah, that's, that's, I just need to relax. I feel like that's <laughs> that's. I think that's what I'm gonna do this weekend. Uh, yeah. Is a bubble bath. Oh, wait, no. On <laughs> true. I don't see how she said masturbating is relaxing, though, honestly. Because doesn't that, that would lead to something else. Like, you start realizing you're alone at that point. I like it, because, um, maybe just because men ain't shit, but I can get myself off pretty good, and I figured it out pretty early in life. So for me, it's like, get it done, I'm relaxed. I'm get done. it done? Yeah. <laughs> the deal with the water. Well, I gotta take care of someone. I'm being a bitch. <laughs> Come out and like, I immediately cool. pull out the little black book. I'm like, this was pathetic. I gotta call somebody <laughs> right away. I'd rather fuck I myself gotta fill these wounds. <laughs> <all this alone. laughs> this is too lonely. <laughs> like, the kids are gone for how much more longer? And it's like, fucked up. Why did I wait till the last day before they come back to try to get a bit matchmaker? I'm like, damn it, I should have thought about this on Friday when I was working. <laughs> I forgot I'd still be horny on Sunday. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be with a dude. I'm like, can you just leave? I got this. <laughs> That's terrible. That's next episode shit right there. That's lonely. <laughs> I cannot make myself. Anytime <laughs> you gotta shoo away the help, that is yeah. no help at all. I just now have to give you my little black book. <laughs> that is no good. You gotta find new friends. Yeah. But did y'all scratch your head? Oh, yeah. True stories. <laughs> These are not fables. This is our life. <laughs> I told you it would figure itself out. <laughs> it's always no, believed me. It always Mr. Bait always leads to something. That's all I was saying. And now I led to See, the end of the show. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. 
<laughs> you're doing pretty well. God damn it. You stuck the landing. You fucking, you landed this. Mm-hmm. God damn. God damn. Well, dope. Uh, this has been the smoke break. It's been a lot of fun. This has been a, a lot great of fun. time. Yeah, Thanks for being absolutely. here, Miss Morgan. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm high as fuck. <laughs> yes. This, we've, this is the most we've ever hotboxed this room during the smoke yeah. break. Uh, I'm in yeah. <laughs> to be clear it was one blunt yep this isn't a one blunt we put it out halfway yeah. and then relit it yeah. was actually very very slowly progressed <laughs> well, like, the most full of smoke ever been <laughs> I can't hang out with rappers because they smoke blunts and I'm just like, I get I get too high. You're a rapper, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> you legit have a rap music video on your shit right now. <laughs> he's got a new video out and he's working on his next song. Check it out on YouTube. Check it out on Spotify. He just smoked a blunt, too. <laughs> smoked half of a blunt, put it out. Put it out and then I Find like me it on Instagram at, at Insane Thomas. Uh, it's been fun. Thank you guys so much for hanging out for the smoke break. Bye. Bye.